0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast to the Ted and Austin Browers Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having an absolutely fantastic, blessed day today, as always. You guys are staying healthy. Got a lot of articles we're going to be covering today. I've been working all morning on stuff, and Dad's got a lot of stuff as well. And I want to give you guys a heads up. We are moving some stuff around as far as with the website and product of the week. And the notice the HGH Stimulate had won product of the week by a landslide. So, went ahead and we updated it a day early as we're doing some maintenance on a few topics of the website. And so, if you guys want to take advantage of that product, the HGH Stimulate, it'll be on sale right now, already up on the front page. It's product of the week for over 15% off at healthmasters.com. I know it's one of our popular products that we have on a regular basis. And you
1: my little D3 bottle there. We'll talk about (laughs) that here in a little bit. Uh, You know, the HGH Stimulate, this is uh, probably the highest quality that I know of any product that's going to increase human growth hormone in the body it also acts like a natural viagra for guys it really works well we use citrulline in there and instead of using a whole bunch of arginine we use folate in there so it's a really high quality product it's one of the best products i've ever seen to help maintain healthy blood pressure and healthy libido in guys now, if you guys wonder, it's orange, too, from the quercetin and the vitamin C. But, the orange, Yes, but it will stain your shirt. If it's <laughs> be white. careful with it if it's white. <laughs> we had a guy one time open it up and spilled it all over his white, fancy French cuff shirt. and I'm like, that's, that's going to be going to the cleaners. So beware. <laughs> Just beware. Because <laughs> it's all natural colors and, and, you know, all the food stuff in it. So it's really good stuff for you. But it's a great product. You remember, uh, Viagra makes you go blind and deaf if you get too much of it. And this doesn't do that. The reason Viagra does that, it causes auditory and optic nerve degradation. Mm-hmm. This doesn't do it. We have quercetin in here, which is a really good antioxidant formula. Uh, This product is probably one of the best products in the world. It would massively increase your strength in the gym. Like I said, increase your libido. So if you're going to take it when you're a guy, uh, you know, Austin, they really need to check with their wife first <laughs> just be one just, of those just
0: two. throw that out there just thought i'd mention that
1: <laughs> what's your next story on?
0: well one of the first things that i want to get into and why i brought the d3 up here as well as you guys know this is one of the most effective products that we've ever had as far as maintaining a healthy immune system and what's interesting about this now a new research study just came out showing that vitamin d deficiency is linked to higher risk of early onset dementia now, what's crazy about this is this is something that continues to show up more and more with the connection of D three and either benefits, health benefits, or either health problems with low levels of D three. You know, I told you guys I talked to our midwife the other day, and she was telling us that there were some women that come in that are pregnant that are with single digit D three levels, which is very unhealthy especially for a baby as far as it's in utero and so again when you start looking at the research and we saw this during COVID as well is that there was a research study that came out i was on the website probably three years ago you probably find it i don't have it in front of me today i didn't grab it but it showed that the symptoms and basically the length that people were showing symptoms of COVID were much much higher when they had lower levels of d3 in their body and usually i think it was once they got they dropped below like 25 or 35 it got significantly higher as far as their symptoms, whereas people that had like 40 or 50 and up had much lower symptoms and recovered much faster. And now this new research identifies D deficiency, which affects, they're saying that almost 40% of adults in the United States. That's a big number considering how big our population is swelling here in the country. It says the surprising link between low vitamin D levels and early cognitive decline suggests a simple daily supplement may help fight against this baffling rise. Published in JAMA Neurology, the study analyzed information from over 365,000 people younger than 65 whose data were in the UK biobank. They went on to say here David Lewin of the University of Exeter said this is the largest, most robust study of its kind ever conducted. It is also the first to suggest people can take action – to reduce the risk of conditions by targeting an array of different factors. It was on to say here, another relevant study that they looked at with this, published in Alzheimer's Association Journal, compared dementia onset between people who took vitamin D supplements versus those that that did not. The study included 12,388 Americans without a dementia diagnosis at baseline with an average age of 71. The study found that among those who developed dementia within 10 years, almost 75% did not take any type of supplementation, including D3 whatsoever, compared to roughly only 25% who took vitamin D3 supplementation. So they had almost a three times greater chance of getting dementia over those next few years without taking supplementation. And they said the supplementation actually provided greater protection for females in that study. Interestingly, the study found that vitamin D3 seemed to offer more benefits if people supplemented with it before there were signs of cognitive problems they said vitamin D3 effects were significantly greater in females versus males and in normal cognitive versus mild cognitive impairment. And this is one of the reasons why we've talked about it so many times before, whether it be with COVID, whether they're talking about dementia, whether it be any type of other health issue. It's so important that you look at your blood work and you also understand that preventative maintenance is much, much easier to handle and take care of. When you have supplements on deck and you're taking vitamin C and D3 every single day, it's much easier to maintain your overall health and still waiting until you're incredibly sick. It's kind of the concept of going in, you know, every three to five thousand miles and changing your oil out on your sports car. You know, if you had a really nice sports car, so I always talk about, you know, new Corvette, and you got one of these cars, you're gonna constantly change the oil whenever it's needed. You're gonna constantly maintain it the best you possibly can. Because quite frankly, changing the oil every three to five thousand miles is a lot cheaper than say changing the transmission out after ten or twenty thousand miles because you haven't
1: taken care of the car properly. <laughs> That's true, but you know you can't take care of a car properly. It doesn't do right. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> that happens too. Years ago, Austin and I were at the a track down at Bradenton, and we were running quarter mile runs. And I had a Corvette, and we were coming home with the Corvette, and it blew a main oil seal. Yes, and it, it turned into a mosquito fogger, <laughs> burning oil. Yes, true. Yes. Sure, it, it was only a couple of years old. Fast car, beautiful car, but uh, not made real well. I remember one time I had it parked in the garage, and front brakes seized and it was it was was, we were maintaining the car yeah what we're doing is this (laughs) this is just a story to get you guys you know wired up for the day i guess and i tried to back the car out the front brakes were locked and i finally i I hit the gas and it dragged the front tires out of the garage and left two big black streaks in the garage i thought okay that's nice i had to have the front brakes replaced and i had to have the front tires replaced and then finally the main oil seal blew out on it car got replaced yeah <laughs> it was still it was still running it, was, it and it burned a hole in the hood and everything else and uh, it was crazy what happened but we got it back to the dealership and I just told him I said just get me something else I've had enough of this thing and uh so I don't even know why I'm talking about I don't
0: this. know. Well, it ties back into one thing that I will bring up now, because I've been hearing reports about this from numerous people, dealerships and people alike, oh, the where a lot of these yeah. diesel trucks and a lot of these newer vehicles are always having these constant electrical problems. And I talked to a dealership tech the other day, and it talked. he was talking in, in general about how what's going on now, especially in the diesel truck world, is that the EPA is actually coming in now with these new tables and parameters that they're required by law, by federal law by the EPA because the EPA just comes up with stuff they they <laughs> like that they're like the ATF for they vehicles do. they just come up just with arbitrary things we've decided 2025 all vehicles have to be zero carbon emission well how do you how do you do that in a diesel vehicle even when it's very low emissions with DPFs? it doesn't matter we don't have to tell you how to do it. You just have to figure it out. Or we fine you millions of dollars, or billions. In the case of Volkswagen, twenty billion with Volkswagen. Twenty billion. You'll put them essentially in the bankruptcy. And they had to get bought out by uh, you know, the three big heavy hitters. <laughs> you guys know who they are. And so what's happened is now this is going on intentionally. While the electric vehicles are complete and total failure, the infrastructure isn't there to carry them. They're literally freezing up at the charging stations right now in certain states. They're trying to make the other vehicles that are already really low emission, like the diesel trucks and the gasoline vehicles. So unreliable that essentially people don't have a choice but to trade them in and take what, I don't know, Tesla or F 150 Lightning so they have their little cameras on the dash and they can watch you drive and analyze your facial expressions and listen to you talk. So they yeah. can sell your information. You know,
1: you know what's funny, Austin, is the Teslas now have cut back on production and now they're trying to give them away. Say the F 150 Lightnings have cut back and on the, too. And the F 150 Lightnings have been cut back. Let's give you another perfect example. Since so, so we're doing car stories today, <laughs> I, I, bought a, I bought a diesel truck last year. I, you know, I like diesel trucks. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it's got 1,800 miles on it after like seven months. Why is that? Because it lives in the shop. It's always broken down. It goes into limp mode and just stops. Then the battery goes dead, stops. Then it won't start up again, stop. If you charge it, it won't run. And it's, it's crazy. And so finally I called the dealership up and I said, look. I said, here's the deal. I said, this thing's a lemon. Well, bring it on and it will trade you out of it. Now, here's the problem with that. And I, I'm, I'm okay with trading out if I got it because they're, they're basically going to swap me out on another vehicle. But the reality is, is that why can't they fix it? That that's the problem, isn't it? I mean, they can't fix the vehicle. And then the next person who buys it because they don't want it going under Lemon Law, I'm sure, as far as General Motors, they're going to deal with that. At least if it goes under Lemon Law, it gets a salvage title. But the truth is when you start buying these vehicles that are problematic like that, a lot of times they can't do it. Since I'm doing car stories and say, I'll do one more. Okay. Let's go. So we had a, I had a Trans Am way back when. Now I like Trans Ams. I like the big screaming chicken on the hood. I like that. <laughs> and uh, I have one of these things. And suddenly, one day, the engine light pops on in the dash. And I took it to the shop like a half dozen times. And they couldn't fix it. So finally, I told them, I said, look, here, just do me a favor. Just unplug the light. And they said, okay, we'll unplug the light. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you could do that back then. And now now it's, it's all digital. Now it's all digital. Okay, back, back to back the to stories. This is a really good article here. And it goes, Quantum AI Merging End Times Technologies. Now, this is one of the best articles I've ever read explaining this. And it's by David Bowen. I like this guy. It says, over the last 46 years, computer technology is embraced by, by the average user from desktops to laptops, to tables to smartphones. Most of us had some understanding of the computing terms such as central processing unit or RAM, random access memory, et cetera. Frankly, technology can be intimidating. Now, here's what's interesting about this thing. You know, they're actually doing full music shows now with holograms. In other words, they're bringing Elvis Presley back from the dead doing a hologram, doing its full, full concert. In recent months, the chat GDP has become the technological buzzword. Some people are unsure of how it is being used, but what's coming next? The next advancement is called quantum computing. Now I wanna read you a couple of excerpts from this. An exponential leap in computer capability, the military analytic scientific and artificial intelligence potential of advances expected to be virtually unlimited. Now I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna be strange for some of you who have not heard the show before, but I'm gonna go ahead and cover it. The technology that we're looking at now is coming from the down spacecrafts from Roswell. According to Dr. Colonel Curso, Corso, who wrote the, the book, The Day After Roswell, which everybody needs to read. And the whole thing with the chips and the quantum computing and all that's coming out of another dimensional interface. It's weird how this is happening so quickly right now. The, and it, what it says is, what is quantum computing? This tech technology may be mind-boggling for the average user, so let's try to simplify this. Classical computing uses a binary code to process data, a zero or a one. There are no other coding options. Quantum computer does not use bits. It uses qubits, which in layman's terms are fractures of zero or one. Now listen to what he says, which is impossible with current technology. Okay, so where's this technology coming from? This virtually limitless subdivision of qubit data allows a quantum computer to exponentially increase calculations packed with infinitesimally small microprocessors that can easily process over 5 billion calculations per second three million times faster than classic computing. The chief analysis at Hyperton Research estimates that the tasks that currently take 25 hours will be completed in less than two minutes with quantum computing. With its blistering computation speed, quantum computing will soon be used to revolutionize the military, logistics, pharma, life science, and finance. Cyber threats are expected to skyrocket. Currently, the most widely used security protocol in cyber security is RSA, a public crypto technology released in 77 and named after its developers, Ron Vest, Adi Shamar, and Limar Leonardo Alderman. In layman's terms, that's a string of characters and an algorithm that pairs its public and private encryption. Now, here's the difference between AI and QC artificial intelligence is modeled and designed after the human brain. AI developers claim this revolutionary technology has the capability to learn and to reason. Recently, Popular Mechanics explained that AI has suddenly evolved to achieve the theory of mine. So here's what he says lies ahead. that ties directly together. What I've told you guys on the show and Austin's told you many times quantum computer can render all current encryption obsolete. That's how fast it is. The very moment it comes online. Once quantum computing is emerged with AI, it's learning potential will be irreversible quantum computing could break the internet. Now, one more thing I've got to say, when you look at the D wave computer with the guy who put that thing together, it operates with absolute zero and it's a quantum computer, and he says when you stand in front of this D-wave computer, it stands, it's like standing before the altar of an alien god. I'm gonna repeat that. He said it's like standing before the altar of an alien god. Well, that just seems ominous to me. I mean, what the heck would you wanna do that for? And when he, we, when he was asked how it works, he says, I don't know. Now, here's the problem with this. If he doesn't know how it works, how do they develop and how do they put it into operational status? Something's not right here with all of this stuff. And this guy goes on to say, setting up the Antichrist system. On its website, the World Economic Forum proclaims that they have established a quantum computing network. That's the WEF. This is the Klaus Schwab boys, the ones who basically are like James Bond with Dr. No and Dr. Evil, and, you know, sitting around petting the cat, that kind of guys. On this website, they're saying this facilitates collaboration with companies like Amazon, IBM, and Microsoft. And let's not forget State Street, BlackRock, and Vanguard as well as academic institutions and national governments to prepare society more broadly for the significance of the transition needed. What quantum computing can do is unlike anything we've ever seen, not only will this technology have the ability to control every aspect of life, your thermostat, your food, your refrigerator, your purchasing everything, it controls business, finance, and medicine. But it'll also be able to do this with such precision, the speed that every person on earth can be placed in the one a one world system. Listen. This technology will virtually force the world into a one-world financial system, a one-world government, and eventually a one-world religion. This super technology will cause the world's systems to merge into one unified and computerized way of life. Choices will be eliminated, freedom will be severely limited, and control will be delivered into the hands of the one who oversees the worldwide interconnecting network. Scott Townsend of I Am A Watchman Ministries describes how quantum computers combined with AI will be used to establish the mark of the beast system. This technology will allow the Antichrist to seemingly replicate the attributes of God during the tribulation. Only God is omnipotent. He is only, only God is omniscient and only God is omnipresent everywhere at once. But technology will allow Satan's man of lawlessness to deceive the world like the father of lies whose technology-enabled lies will cease when Jesus returns in his glory. Scripture warns that mankind will succumb to a one-world government Quantum computing, AR, the technologies will make it possible. Understanding the anticipated threat is one thing, but witnessing end-time technologies and events fall into place before our eyes is amazing. Time is short. Tell everyone that you know about Jesus and the love he has for you before it's too late. Now, he's saying this, and I've got to agree with him. This stuff is happening really, really fast around us. And like I say to you guys, If you're not energized by the current events, if you're not energized by what's happening in the world right now, if you're not seeing the things that are happening around you and going, wow, this is interesting, ominous, but interesting, I don't know how to make it so it's like that for you. A lot of people, again, are sitting around with a fluoride IV in their arm. They're on tricyclic antidepressants or serotonin reuptake inhibitors. I mean, there's certain sustained-release serotonin reuptake inhibitors that basically dull the emotions to a point that you become just a zombie and you don't really care about what you do, and you don't think there are any consequences whatsoever for your actions, and that's what they want. They want people to be drugged into a stupor, like I've mentioned so many times. How do you think they got people to walk out to a ditch and to shoot them with machine guns and have them drop into the ditch while the next people walk up there and don't even try to resist? They're drugged into a stupor. Nobody's gonna do that. You're not gonna do that. You're not gonna allow yourself to get shot. You're gonna charge the guys with machine guns. At least if you're gonna go out, if you're an alpha male, you're gonna go out with your boots on trying to fight this mess. They just walk up to the ditch. It's like when the Nazis were using fluoride in the concentration camps, And then we go into Dachau in 45, and we find out that they used fluoride in 1946. They start dumping fluoride into the water supply in the United States. When the Nazis had found out it causes people to be servile and infertile. This is insanity, what they're doing as far as how they use pharmacia, which is talked about multiple times in the Book of Revelations, to control the masses. And if we understand what they're doing, if we understand how they're doing it, then we stand against it. But if we don't understand, all we're going to do is basically sit back and go, wow, that's really interesting. You know, it's so funny. I was watching uh, Johnny Depp the other day on one of the Pirates of the Caribbean shows with uh, my grandkids. And, that, you know, and, and there, that's, it's an interesting movie. It really is. The last few of them were kind of awful. But the, the, couple, the very beginning ones were pretty good. And he was basically, you know, running a coin through his fingers. And his fingers had turned to like a skeleton because he had had this thing with this. Well, it matter. You have to watch the movie. And he goes, well, that's really interesting. That's what this has become. It's become very, very interesting when you watch this technology invade every aspect of our life while the vast majority of the population sits there and don't even they don't even realize. They give their children iPads, they give their children iPhones. And the children are so engaged with the iPads and iPhones, they don't even take their eyes off of them. Even if you're giving them a good movie to watch, they'd rather play with the iPad because their brain has been entrained. We talk about this all the time. Don't let this happen to your kids. If you want to entrain their brains, give them a Bible to read. I did say that. I did say that. Give them a Bible to read and let them realize that the Word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Take them to church. Teach them the things of the Lord. Let them realize that there are other things in this world besides an iPad and an iPhone to be interacting with. Am I right, Austin? that's the truth. I mean, mean, it's it's to to the point that when you you really see this and you understand this, that you start to say, wait a minute, we've got to alert the children. This 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 is an analogy I've used before, and I want to say it again with Austin here. You know, If if you have a friend who's in a hotel and they basically are sleeping and the hotel's on fire and they've been overcome by smoke, what are you going to do to get that friend out of that room so they don't burn up alive? What level of interaction are you going to go to? Are you going to kick the door in? Are you going to shoot the lock? Are you going to put an ax to it? How are you going to get your friend out? Or are you just going to walk out of the hotel and say, good luck with all that. I hope to see you in heaven. What are you going to do? You're going to do everything you possibly can if you're a true friend to get them out and wake them up. That's what the show tries to do. I love you guys. I pray for you guys all the time. And guys, listen to me. It's time for all of us to do the same thing with our friends and to make people understand there is a God and uh, you're not it. And we have to understand all of that as quickly as possible. What do you think Oz? Well, and
0: that's exactly what you just said. You know, to th- what extent are you going to go to help protect your kids and help make sure that they're maintaining their overall mental health? You know, how far are you willing to go to make sure they are staying healthy, that their bodies and minds are staying healthy? And I think that's one of the issues that we've run into now is so many parents have become so complacent where they're just, they hand their kids an iPad as a babysitter. And that's the extent of it. Their kids want, you know, fruit puffs or fruit roll-ups or whatever cereal they want, Fruit Loops. That's what they get. And so there's no more engagement anymore with parents actually wanting to teach their kids and raise them. And It's reaching a point now where it's like there's so much information coming out now about these ipads and about these electronic devices it's not this novel idea anymore that electronic devices
1: are literally melting these kids brains and think about it this way too if ai really takes over the internet which is saying in this article it's going to take over everything if it takes over the internet and it starts taking over the ipads it can start telling these kids anything it wants to on the iPad, oh, yeah. and these kids are going to be in that state where they're going to believe anything it says whenever it says it. Whenever if, it says it, you know, if it says be rebellious against your parents, well, yeah. you don't have to tell kids to be that with their parents anyhow. But the, but the reality, but you know,
0: it's just well, no, or, or the transgender ideology that they're pushing on the kids right what, now. What content does AI want to start generating and promoting? That doesn't even necessarily have to come up with brand new content. It can just start aggregating certain content that's online that's already perverted and start showing it in different realms because that's what they want to train the children on.
1: Well, if you think about it too, you know, if their God is an hermaphrodite called Einstoff, who has his own Wikipedia page, by the way, you know, <laughs> you know, if, if that's their God, the, of the Kabbalah, yeah. these Luciferian synagogue of Satan weirdos that run the planet, the hemaphroditic agenda is there to take these children and brain and train them at a very young age Correct. that they're gonna be in a hermaphrodite or they can be a transgender. All of this stuff is being done to pervert God's world and what he's created down here because these guys hate God as he did in Genesis chapter 6 when every thought was evil all the time. So that's, it's, it's an interesting thing when you start looking at it like this. What, what's your story? It, it, it is. And
0: what's interesting as well is as we
1: keep talking about you know, the misinformation campaign,
0: the top U.S. public health agency, the CDC, which I'm being sarcastic to say that, but that's what they call them. They have now been basically busted as they're essentially – it's been shown now that numerous articles that were accurate and actually truthful – were not misinformation, even though they plugged misinformation on it. They said the CDC added the misinformation labels to articles and widely circulated internal messages according to copies. Essentially, that were all over the Internet from actual news stories. One of the articles reported on a peer-reviewed paper that found heart inflammation or myocarditis was more common after COVID vaccination than after COVID-19 infection. The researchers reviewed electronic health records and counted 109 cases of myocarditis, following COVID-19 infection compared to 530 after vaccination. That's a huge discrepancy right there. The study was published in the British Medical Journal. The CDC email said that the study had been picked up by anti-vax proponents. As evidence, the vax was more likely to cause myocarditis than COVID infection. They provided a hyperlink essentially to another article and stated this is misinformation. The February 7, 2023 email lists the article under points of confusion and potential rumors and misinformation. The CDC did not list any data or information supporting its label. However, the article they stated was listed as misinformation, even though it was a Nordic research reviewed clinical trial looking at the health records and showing that 109 cases of myocarditis following COVID-19 infection compared to 530 after vaccination. What's crazy about this, this is just one story now that's come up now that's going over this. this There's many, 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 many more are going to happen because of it. And what we saw so much during COVID was the push for fake news and misinformation on their end with, CN, with CNBC, with CNN, with all these other platforms that went in intentionally and lied to everybody and said this is fake news, this is misinformation, when they were the very ones. Because remember, when you're dealing with people – that are true sociopaths and true psychopaths and they literally are pathological liars they're true pathological liars. which a lot of these individuals are that are in this industry they will never admit that they're lying what they do is they just project what they're lying about onto you so right. suddenly you simply go why are you saying this is fake news here's a research study published going over this oh no, that's fake news you're a liar it's, it's not fake news I'm holding the research study right here nope fake news you're a liar and as long as they have a slightly bigger platform or bigger voice, because, well, I guess they're controlled by BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, and all their funding comes from the pharmaceutical companies, and they have a bigger megaphone than you, they'll just, they'll just drown you out with bigger megaphones. And this is what's interesting now. The Google Parent Alphabet, which, by the way, is owned by uh, top owners of Alphabet Inc., uh, Vanguard, BlackRock, and S G Fund Management, top three. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Alphabet, Google Parent is in the process of building a massive 153-acre neighborhood in Mountain View, California. The complex will feature over 7,000 homes and a 300,000 square foot retail and community place, which will be dubbed essentially a state-of-the-art 15-minute city. Meanwhile, Facebook owner Meta has also recently approved a 59-acre housing project dubbed Zucktown. Amazon is also doing a slightly different approach all across the country right now. This new one in Arlington, Virginia, as a site of a new second headquarters where 250,000 workers will congregate rather than build homes directly. The e-commerce giant has set up a $2 billion Amazon housing equity. $2 billion billion Amazon housing equity fund, which will support housing development in the surrounding region. So essentially Amazon is coming up with $2 billion to sub out developers to build these massive subdivisions. When we got, ironically enough, this gigantic Amazon facility right down the road from us, about five miles from us, that by the way everybody voted against, nobody wanted, they ramrod it through. It actually did a whole bunch of shady stuff on the zoning to get it approved. Suddenly, suddenly, as soon as the Amazon facility started going into production, we had two major housing developments pop up right down the street, probably just yep. about two miles from one another. Yep. These are the most horrifically designed, cheaply built cracker box houses i've ever seen in my area i first went through the development they were building it i've worked in construction when i was younger I actually built my house through you know multiple subcontractors i was my own contractor for my house when i built it a couple years back during COVID. and so i'm very picky about quality i'm very picky about trim and finish and making sure everything's done correctly that's not going to break and fall apart after a year to two years these houses by the way that are supposed to be dubbed these all new revolutionary greenhouses and cost-effectiveness They had the thinnest single pane windows in every single house that i had ever seen. I didn't even know they made single pane glass so thin. I actually hit it with my ring and I almost cracked the glass. Numerous houses in that subdivision that were still basically being dried in. The windows were broken out in multiple houses, not by vandalism, but simply by somebody touching them, leaning against them, touching them with a ladder, touching them with a paint bucket. Anything was cracking this glass. Yet they're saying that simply these are green and all these requirements that they try to force everybody to do on these houses. These houses are fifteen, sixteen, hundred 1,600 square feet. They have six-foot setbacks. You can literally, if you trip walking out of your side door, you'll bonk your head on your neighbor's house. And they're packing them in like sardines all across the area. And then I found out later on that Amazon – was this deep underlying subsidizer of these housing projects, but not the actual subsidizer. And that's exactly what they're doing here. $2 billion Amazon housing equity fund. that's probably going to another equity firm that's then going in and putting it into a construction company. That's then going out and subbing it to other contractors. So that way Amazon isn't the actual builder of the homes, but they're the ones that are actually funding these houses at the end of the day. And when it comes to the baseline money, so they can build again, these 15 minute cities where essentially People live there. They've got their little shopping plazas. They've got their Amazon where they work at. They don't have to drive, and nobody has the ability to pretty much travel freely unmolested on your way. That's kind of where it's going now, Well, who owns it?
1: Amazon? Oh, give me one second. <laughs> <alive. laughs> that would be BlackRock, State Street, and yeah, Vanguard. Yeah. I could already go into that. Uh, this is all through the World Economic Forum, and we need to understand something. You know, This is not something that's new. This has been going on for years now with these housing and subdivisions. We've talked about it so many times, and Austin's right. Some of these houses are ridiculous, and they make you all of these problems like we're going to put up a wall in front of this 40-foot deep retention pond so you won't see it from the road. There's no wall there. chain link fence. Put a little four-foot chain link fence on top of everything else. We're kicking hop over and fall into this, this quicksand model. Hey, they will step into this. Uh, top shareholders of the uh, Black
0: uh, of Amazon, Amazon. Uh, Bezos, which still has nine percent. Then you have Vanguard, which is almost eight percent. You have another vanguard group subfiller, <laughs> which is another seven percent. You also have then State Street, which is almost 4%. And then BlackRock, actually, BlackRock only owns 2% of Amazon. Surprise, surprise. Right. But BlackRock also owns Vanguard and Vanguard subfiller and State Street. So, yeah, yeah you, you figure know,
1: it out. You know what's funny? It's, it's circular ownership. Yes, exactly. You know, is. And, and, you know, it's just, this is, again, the, 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 and these guys are owned by the, you know, primordial serpent, Is that one doctor said before he passed yeah. away. He started telling too many truths and basically got himself dead. So the reality is that, you know, this is the same group that owns everything. By the way, he's talking about who owns everything. Big Pharma has now hiked prices of 770 drugs already in 2024, including Ozempic. There you go. So how much of the cost of your meds changed? <laughs> the Ozempic went at 3.5% to $1,000 a month approximately. Eli Lilly also increased the low cost of Monjourno, 4.5 cents, to $1,070 per month. You know, here's the thing. If you're taking these types of products that are supposed to stabilize insulin get our berberine berberine ber- 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 what's the as, as, berberine as well, ultimate ber- ber- berberine should ultimate. be here shortly should be here shortly we're waiting for that because the demand is so very high. hard product to get right now because it's, it's, it's well it's it gonna so good well the thing about it is i uh, think about it for a second people spend thousands and thousands of dollars a month on, on you know on on you know on on drugs and a lot of times they get subsidized by the government which goes back to our tax dollars are paying this and it goes back to the first story that i did as far as what they're doing as far as pharmakia and how they control the masses. Speaking of controlling the masses, Biden is now launching a PR bits on, pre-R blitz on abortion to save his struggling 2024 re-election bid. Let me say something to you here. It's not a struggling 2024 election bid. <laughs> He's, he, he has a rally and 12 people show up and most of them are hecklers and you're like, what the heck? I mean, nobody shows up to hear this bumbling buffoon. We all know that last election is highly questionable but he, all, he launches a PR blitz on abortion to save the struggling 2024 election bid with the White House putting reproductive rights at the center of the campaign. You know, why do they want to kill babies so bad? It's the nuttiest thing I've ever read. The Biden administration is launching PR and a publicity blitz. On Monday, the White House announced executive actions to improve access to emergency abortions and contraception across the country, including in red states with strict restrictions. It came after the administration released a new advert Sunday featuring a Texas OBGYN who was forced to travel out of state to terminate her wanted but non-viable pregnancy. Meanwhile, Kamala Harris, who doesn't have two brain cells to rub together, oh, basically, is one of those, is basically going out and really pushing all of this stuff. I mean, think about it for a second. If you just think Biden was bad, would you imagine Kamala Harris as president of the United States? I mean, that would be something that would be absolutely nauseating. But one thing, by the way, uh, you know, I've always warned people about getting in the hot tubs with other people. Just thought I'd mention that with you again. Now there's another article that came out: deadly hot tub bacteria outbreak in New Hampshire kills one and hospitalizes another at a swanky spa. Patients that stayed at a $200 per night resort in the north of the state, tests showed the bacteria behind their illness was present in the resort hot tub. You know, and this is this is just stay out of stay out of public baths, okay? A deadly hot tub bacteria outbreak in New Hampshire has left one dead and another hospitalized. The patients fell ill with Legionnaire's disease and suffered severe pneumonia after staying in this resort. Both had taken a dip in the hot tub as one of the ladies last night. Now, I'll just say this to you guys. I'm just going to, whether you like it or not, it is what it is. It's always what it is on the show. If you're going to be working out in a public gym, all kinds of infectious skin diseases can be transmitted from skin to skin contact and sweat. Make sure you put a towel down or use a disinfectant before you hop on somebody else's bench that's dripping everywhere. I'll never forget, I was on a cruise ship one time up in Norway. We are doing the North Sea. This is many years ago. And some guy would come in, he had a sweatsuit on, and jump on the cardio machine and run for half an hour until he was soaking, dripping wet, and basically was a wet washcloth walking around. And then he would lay on all the benches and do other exercises and leave like a snail trail behind him. Austin, it was sickening. And finally, after about four days of this, I looked at the guy. He's a young guy. He's in his mid-20s. And I said, dude, what is wrong with you? What do you mean what's wrong with me? I said, why can't you at least get out of the unbelievable wet sweatsuit before you basically jump on benches and you don't even wipe off anything? I said, infectious skin disease are transmittable. Now, I'm going to say something that's going to be a little bit crude, but it's true. When urine comes out of your body, it's sterilized. It's coming out of the body. Infectious skin disease, which would transmit it through sweat, it's not sterilized. I told the kid, I said, look, you'd be better off to urinate on the bench. <laughs> that's what I told him. I said that. I, said, I mean, it's, that's you, disgusting, but you're not yeah, wrong. You'd be better off to urinate on this bench than it is to basically, <laughs> to, to basically lay down like this. And he got all mad at me. And I said, dude, I said, just chill out and take this wet clothes off before you get on the benches. And uh, I don't know what he did. But we'll you know. use towels. I mean, the thing about it is now at
0: public gyms, whenever you go to one, after COVID, Dude, they've got the disinfectant wipes. Mm-hmm. They've got, all, I mean, all kinds of stuff available to do that. And so utilize them and be be courtesy to everybody else working out in the gym with you. That one else sell delaying that stuff. Also, too, and other news. This is pretty I interesting. Guess I'm done. Go ahead. I'll yeah, I want to get into this right now because this is something I really wanted to address. This is very cool. The nationwide bus tour that actually is being funded by Robert F. Kennedy called the Vax slash Unvax. And essentially, it's a bus tour collecting stories from people all over the country injured by vaccine and COVID shots. Now, it's sad this is actually going on when you really think about it. This is actually something they're doing, but it's a 40-foot, 42-foot-long bus that's gathering stories. They said the nonprofit organization behind the tour, Children's Health Defense, founded by Robert F. Kennedy, is providing a platform for Americans to contribute essentially the people's story after so many things have been suppressed the VAERS system has been manipulated so many different platforms have been continually suppressing free speech and they said they go in here and actually ask all kinds of people all the way from COVID shots to loved ones and people that were killed by COVID protocols all types of questionnaires and first person responses. And the information they're gathering together is very difficult they also put together the recommended immunizations for children for birth to six years old they have this listed on the website i'll let you guys look at it and every time i see it it boggles my mind how insane this shot schedule is at such an early age then you start wondering where the vast majority of these shots from the RV from the DTAP to the HIV to the PCV to the HPV and IPV the hepatitis B the COVID-19 the influenza the MMR they, these are all shots that I'm listing and these are all multi-tiered shots most of the things I'm listing are two and three different vaccines in one this is all between like zero and 18 months that's when the bulk of the shots are injected into these kids and then we wonder <laughs> we wonder we sit back and wonder why the kids in this generation right now, in the last 10-15 years, are having all these problems, and autoimmune problems, and health problems, and asthma problems, and sudden infant death syndrome, and autism, and the list goes on the line. And then every time you see the shot schedule, even as much information as I put out there on a regular basis, it boggles my mind. So I'll post on the website. You guys can look at it. Pretty soon we're gonna have a fourth camera here, so we can put stuff up on the, either a board back here or we can project it, so you guys can see it. Because this stuff, when you've got to get a visualization sometimes of this stuff on here and actually see what's really going on, because the CDC, they're not slowing down with this. They just came out again and stated that essentially most Americans are not up to date on their shots as adults. You know, you can, it's a good thing. Hesky Americans, you need to keep getting your shots. You're not sick enough yet. Get to the doctor and get your disgusting contaminated shots so you can be sicker. <laughs> you know, <laughs> listen here, here. So the CDC now is recommending four new vaccines for 2024 for adults, while certain that many Americans are not up to date on their shots. Pesky Americans aren't listening to us. We're trying to help you stay healthy. It's safe and effective. You got to remember that. The CDC's updated their new COVID booster shot, and now they're supposedly supposed to be updating it again this summer with a new variant RNA booster shot. As they keep updating every year, if people get sicker. The RSV shot that they're recommending for all adults now. Meningitis not really sure why adults are having to get meningitis shots and now they're saying the monkeypox, which by the way was pretty much only predominant among the homosexual community they're now saying that everybody pretty much needs to get the Mpox vaccine now I guess they produced so many doses of it I guess they produce so many doses they got to figure out how to give it to everybody because remember that's how the hepatitis B shot came about on the childhood shot schedule they came out and they basically said that the hepatitis B shot was was designed to be for essentially IV drug users and prostitutes and individuals in that industry that are hepatitis B positive or try to prevent them from getting hepatitis B when they got into that. The problem is most of the people that got into that world didn't care about going to the hospital and get a hepatitis B shot. If you're strung out on heroin, and again, if you know somebody, you have friends that are dealing with that and fighting with that, you know, be there for them. Try to get them help. Try to get them in the rehabs. It's a serious problem. But majority of people that get into it aren't sitting there going, you know what, I need to get to the doctor. I need to get my head B shot before I get my next heroin fix. <laughs> They're simply doing what they need to do. And so what happened was the pharmaceutical companies petitioned the hospitals and the CDC to start injecting children at Newborn, birth. That's right. Newborn, right out of the womb, you need to get a hep B shot. Well, the mom's not hep B positive. There's no hep B showing up at any platform whatsoever. doesn't matter. Hep B shot. And right here, they are talking about the hep B shot at another basically six months. Getting it again even though the child's had no exposure to hepatitis B, hep B shot,
1: we've got to figure out what we're going to do with it. Well, what they assumed automatically was that all pregnant women are drug-using IV prostitutes. Right, even when blood work showed otherwise. That's right. And so, so, I mean, so they, they, they kind of look at your wife or the mother of your child as, a, uh, I guess, a whore. Yeah, I mean, it, I, it uses heroin. <laughs> yeah, they use heroin using whore. And, yeah, and it's crazy when you start looking at that because it's a sad situation that we have in the United States in which we're categorizing people like that. But again, it's about getting – and remember – the first year a child can't even make any antibodies anyhow no. so the antibodies come from the mother's breast milk and so to give a child any shots the first year is just stupid and uh, you know and to give anybody a shot to any kid anyhow that basically they don't need and having all these adjuvants with me mean, it's ridiculous you know the term sudden infant death syndrome wasn't even used until back in the 80s and they started injecting all of these kids because these kids weren't dying of sudden infant death like this like they do now and now they're finding out that lost, a big majority of the kids who die from sudden infant death have just been vaccinated. Oh, absolutely! And so it's it's crazy. Uh, here's another article. It says I gave myself a deadly heart condition by age of 21 by drinking eight coffees a day Oof. and taking caffeine pills. Yeah. Uh, this is basically a, a skincare influencer used to drink up to eight cup coffee, eight shots of coffee a day. Cardiologist told her she had an arrhythmia at the age 21, and now she cannot drink it at all. You know, you know. It says here: read more. Two or more coffees a day may double the risk of heart disease and death now i know that a lot of you guys love coffee i got that when i was in graduate school at fsu i was drinking 18 cups of coffee a day i love coffee and then i came down with pericarditis at the age of 27 almost died from it It was from having my teeth cleaned and i had to cut out the coffee and i had to wean myself off of this mess and then i realized how incredibly addictive it was and how the headaches were unbelievable when you came off of it now, what people don't realize is that caffeine coffee can contain a comp- compound called the methylxanthine, which massively increases the risks of fibroid tumor formation in breast cancer in women. Plus, it can actually interfere with what's called the sinoatrial node, causing these arrhythmias in the heart. And so you've got to be careful with coffee and high levels of caffeine. That's why we're coming out with the new purple sticks. And they're not coffee caffeine. Now, I'm not suggesting you have an unlimited supply of purple sticks that you found down every single day either, but it'll be a good substitute because coffee also elevates cortisol. So coffee is one of those things that if you have breast cancer, any type of cancer, it's hard to recover from the cancer. According to many researchers, they say don't drink coffee, don't eat sugar, and don't drink alcohol. So this lady gave herself heart disease by basically drinking too much caffeine. And, you know, I know that coffee makes you feel good the first time you drink it, the first couple of times. But the reality is, is that you, got, you begin to realize very, very quickly that after you drink it for a little while, you start feeling really, really lousy. And that's not what it does to me because it elevates cortisol. So try to stay away from caffeine as much as you possibly possibly can. Now Rob Pugh came out with another really good article. Love this guy, He's a good friend. It says Babylon the Great has fallen. He goes, I have good news and bad news. First for the good news from Psalm 33. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. How now here's the bad news bad news. God is not pleased with the United States of America. Almighty God no longer Almighty God is no longer Lord of our nation. In Moses' last days that his death was near. He instructed the Israelites specifically emphatically as to how they should conduct themselves, how they should raise and train their children. And he warned what would happen if they ever forsook the Lord, their God, who gave them the promised land as their inheritance. And God and Moses are having a little chit chat in the last book of, of, of Moses. And he's saying, and God's saying to him, he says, Moses, I'm kind of, this is, I'm going to paraphrase it. I'm omnipresent. I'm letting you know that what's going to happen is these guys are going to start turning to other gods, start doing all the things you tell them not to do. And then I'm going to forsake Israel. I've had enough of it. So he warns moses that this is going to happen and moses is like well i don't want this to happen and the guy goes god says, well i'm, I'm the present. this is what they're going to do that what that what does that mean for people who are new listeners i'm the present means when he says i am the alpha i'm the omega i'm the beginning i'm the end and he means it all at once so all of him is in the book of genesis right now all of him is in the book of revelation right now his Presence occupies all time space because he's in a different dimension we're in. It allows him to be omnipresent through all time. So he knows what's going to happen in advance. He knows what happened in the past. He's already there. He's there all the time. So that's how powerful our God is, and we need to understand that. And Rob's right. If you start really, really, really being absolutely rebellious against God, you start really doing things that you know you're not supposed to do, and you continue doing that kind of stuff, there's a point where it says in Hebrews – that the grace that you have is basically going to be a problem because it says, don't you know that if you continue willfully sinning after you receive the knowledge of truth, there remains no sacrifice for sins?" It says that in Hebrews. Now, what does that mean? That means that if you continue to live a life of, of everything that you know you're not supposed to do, but you do it, you know, sooner or later, there's going to come a judgment on you, period. Now, it could be your body. It could be your relationships. It could be your life. It could be anything, but God is very, very... He loves you so much. He's willing to tolerate a lot. He really does. That's what grace is. That's what the Bible says. Grace is sufficient. Does that mean that we're going to be able to make ourselves good enough to get to heaven without grace? No, that's impossible. But God's grace is sufficient for you, but he wants you to walk circumspectly with him. He wants you to pray. He wants to have a relationship with you. It's about your heart and how you see God and how you talk to God and how you feel the presence of God in your life. That's what he wants. It's not about religion. Now, Christianity is extremely important because it talks about Jesus and it brings Jesus into our lives. But the relationship with Jesus is more important than going to a church service. Now, should you not go to church? No, you should go to church. Hebrews 10, 25 says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together, as some of you are in the habit of doing. I'm paraphrasing. I'm not reading. I'm just kind of going from memory. But the reality is is that we have to understand that we have to walk circumspectly with God with great reverence and respect in all the areas of our life or things can start happening to us. And it's not that his judgment comes upon us as much as the consequences of our actions come upon us. And see, that's what we have to look at all the time when we're standing before God and we're praying before God and we're realizing before God that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. The grace that he gave you is so amazing that he doesn't even see your sin anymore. But that doesn't mean you're supposed to go out and willfully disobey disobey him, like it says in Romans. It's just, we continue, it says in Romans, should we continue to willfully sin after we receive the knowledge of the truth? And it says by no means, we died to sin, how can we live it any longer? That's what we need to understand. And, but the, the reality is this, now stay with me for a second, this is important. You never stop sinning in your life, it, it, because we're not perfect. We're always saying things, we're doing things, we're thinking things that we shouldn't do. That's what grace is there for. So if you have something in your house, or, or something in your life that you know you need to fix, just do the best you possibly can and let God figure out the rest of it for you. He'll set things up in motion that allow you to do that. But remember, all things can be done through Christ who strengthens us, including living a lifestyle that's going to be more beneficial to everybody around you. Very, very important you see that. Same thing with your marriages. This is important. Pastor Wright did an excellent sermon on Sunday. He talked about compromising into the marriage, about meeting halfway or going all the way or going all the way to the other one, giving 100% both directions all the time. If you have a marriage like that, what ends up happening is everybody starts to get along because everybody's thinking the other person's life and the other person's personality and the other person's decisions are more important than their own. You know, I used to do that with Sharon all the time. You know, here's what we do. This is you like this. You like this analogy? We'd want to watch a movie one night. We have this humongous collection of like a thousand DVDs, and that's not a thing. the rest. we really do have like a thousand DVDs, and you know, we'd go to the pawn shop, is what we do, and you'd get them for. 50 cents or 25 cents or dollar for blu ray or whatever. And we just load up on them because we don't have cable. Right. And, you know, Amazon in our house, basically, you know, we don't like watching all that because it's promoting Amazon, Amazon prime. We really, really dislike Netflix from all the weird stuff they put out there. So we buy these DVDs. And so what we do is we go in, I'd pick out 10 DVDs that I want to watch that night. She'd pick out 10 DVDs. And then we both, we have 20 DVDs. And I say, okay, pick out your top, you know, 10 and she'd pick out 10. But she, but she only choose five of the ones she wanted to watch. And we would whittle it down until we were down to one or two DVDs. at the, by that point, we were like, whatever, watch what you wanna watch, I don't care anymore. It's just compromise. It's in all the little things of your life. Oh, the dishes are dirty, I'll take care of that. Oh, the dish is dirty, oh no, I'll take care of that. Well, the there's, there's floor needs to be swept, I'll take care of that. No, I'll take care of that. Don't get into a position where you're fighting over toothpaste lids. Listen to me. And when you start fighting about stupid little stuff like that, it creates a cascade. And that cascade grows and grows and grows. They put the toothpaste cap on wrong, or they didn't fold the toilet paper right. And all these little things start to chip away. The Bible says that little foxes spoil the vines. All those little things, those little problems become monumental if you argue about them. Just let them go. Who cares? If it doesn't matter in five minutes or five years from now, why get into a fight with your spouse? And that's what I always tell people. Like, you just chill out and relax and learn how to be reciprocal in a marriage. Same thing is true with God. Just chill out and relax. Learn to be reciprocal with God. God has forgiven you of everything you've ever done when you become a Christian. So why won't you forgive your neighbor? Why won't you forgive your spouse? Why won't you forgive your friends? Why won't you forgive the person that slighted you one time that was the long-term life, long-term, but now you don't want anything to do with them anymore? When God tells us it's seven times 70, we need to forgive one another. When God tells us that he's given us all of this grace, and we're supposed to be like him and be the same way with grace. Think about that for a second instead of getting in fights all the time. And I don't know why I got into this preachy thing this morning, but the reality is this. There's somebody out there right now who's listening to this who needs to hear this. I'm telling you, I, I, I can feel it in my spirit because everybody needs to be in a good relationship in what you give one to another and you support one another and you respect one another. Very, very, very important information this morning. Like that. Also, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story?
0: Absolutely. There's also another article that's coming out now. This is interesting. This is from Peter McCullough. I was just reading through this earlier. To highlight some stuff. Good. Yes, He's got some interesting stuff. It says that 28 deaths with cardiovascular involvement outlined in medical literature were likely caused by the COVID-19 vaccine, according to a new study. And this is just a small study that they did on autopsies. This is really interesting. So essentially, Peter McCullough, cardiologist, along with other co-authors, reviewed all published autopsy reports featuring myocarditis following the COVID-19 vaccine. After excluding all papers for not meeting specified criteria, the group determined that of the remaining 28 patients, they likely died from vaccine-induced myocarditis. The determination came after all the doctors performed an independent review of each case and all autopsy results. The available evidence suggests that there's an extremely high likelihood of causal link between COVID-19 vaccines and deaths from myocarditis. The deaths occurred, and this is, by the way, they looked all over the world. China, Germany, Japan, New Zealand, South Korea, and the United States. This also included sudden deaths. This is interesting to look at because you can start looking at some of the stuff, you realize really quick that, again, the truth is constantly being suppressed on a regular basis from what they want us to see. And then on top of that, they're constantly manipulating the results with things they want us to think. That's why you got to do your own research. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting, the CDC study that came out that concluded that most young children hospitalized for COVID were unvaccinated. They now are finding that they enrolled seven times as many unvaxed kids in the study as they did vaccinated children. The author of the study that was published last month in Pediatric Infectious Disease Journal used the results to recommend the COVID-19 vaccines for children as young as six-month-old. You've got to get them. The study shows this right here, that essentially the vast majority of these children that are hospitalized for COVID were unvaccinated. However, they're finding now that there was a lot of health problems to begin with, and then they turned around and actually used individuals, children, the ones that were unvaccinated, were also unhealthier to begin with as well. They went on to say here that only 4.5% of the trial subjects completed primary COVID series. They said the author's conclusions were true based on the manipulated data. However, their analysis ignored that more than seven times as many unvaccinated as vaccinated children were enrolled in the study. They went on to say here that essentially they had the recruited 597 children ages eight months to under five that were hospitalized for COVID-19 at 28 U.S. pediatric hospitals. The unvaccinated subjects outnumbered the subjects who re- received at least one COVID shot by 528 to 69. So they took 528 kids that were unvaccinated and said that there was a higher percentage of these kids that were hospitalized due to COVID, and they only had 69 kids in the vaccinated cohort as far as the group in there. So that way they could manipulate their number, stating that essentially there was an eight and a half percent higher increase And and basically hospitalizations of these children, they were unvaccinated versus vaccinated, but they had almost seven times as many kids in the unvaccinated group. This is why I tell you guys all the time, it is so important to read through research and do your own research. Because see, this is a big headline that came out. This big headline, oh, no, study concludes most young children hospitalized for COVID-19 were unvaccinated. The vast majority of people don't read past the headline or the first couple sentences. This happens all the time in media. So then people see it, they regurgitate it, they forward it, they send it to everybody, and nobody else reads it either. So at the end of the day, people start seeing this, they start repeating the narrative, When nobody bothers to look at the fact that there were over 500 kids that were unvaccinated, there's only 69 that were vaccinated in the control group here. And so, again, this is why it is so important to get your news and your research and dig into it and make sure you're supporting the companies that are really getting the truth out here. And that's why we really do appreciate the support of Health Masters because we work on this a lot, trying to get the truth and
1: news out to you guys on a regular basis. It it takes hours every day just to do the research. And then we have a lot of you sending me research at AskDrTedB at Yahoo.com. Thank you for that. Uh, But the reality is, Austin, you know, this thing now, at least we're getting out there and talking about vaccines. Back in the 90s, when I was on the seminar circuit with, you know, with with all these crazy people that I now know are globalists like Bush and the rest of them, you know, I used to speak to groups as large as 45,000. I did up to 40 radio talk shows a week on secular TV and radio. And it was crazy how busy I was all the time. And I was always told, don't touch vaccines. Yeah, you weren't allowed to talk about it. I wasn't allowed to talk about it. And then when I would talk about aspartame, then Mons- Monsanto would come down on my butt, and they wanted to debate me, and they wanted to criticize me, and all the rest of it. Now nobody does that anymore because everybody knows you know, I was right about that again. <sighs> but the reality is now because of podcasts like this, we can openly talk about this on our forum. Now a lot of people who have vaccinated their kids, they get upset when we talk about this. Now I'm not trying to pass judgment on you because I know no. you didn't know. But there are all kinds of other things you can do to mitigate with these vaccines as far as what they're doing. And once you understand what they want to do with the vaccines, with these 86 vaccines or 76 vaccines or soon to be hundreds of vaccines per year they want you to take or whatever, it's going to be crazy what's going to happen. They're trying to change your DNA with this DNA vaccine stuff. They're trying to change you, make you something else. And once you understand that and you see it, you're going to stop and go, wait a minute, this isn't right. I mean, the Surgeon General of Florida said this the other day, that this mRNA vaccine stuff is untested and it's not safe and it'll change human DNA. And he started saying it was a spiritual fight, and he's right, and it's what it is. Now he's got a Ph.D. from Harvard and a M.D. degree from Harvard. This boy's bright. So the reality is, is that you know we've got to think through all of this stuff. Now Rob Pugh said something else in this article. The print's pretty small, so I put my glasses back on. He says that people are with Moses. He goes, all these curses that are, are going to come upon you, and he, then he goes on to say the Lord will bring a nation from far away, and the ends of there's a swoop down on you like an eagle. Friends, in case you're not aware of our our nation gates have already fallen. Our enemies are already here. They are ravaging our land like locusts. With the censorship in America, the truth today is that over 10,000 so-called migrants have been entering the United States through our open border every day for the past three years. That's 3,650,000 illegals per year into the United States. Put that in perspective, the past three years, the total number of illegal migrants flying through our borders basically is more than the – I'm gonna read this, I went too fast. Put in perspective, in the past three years, the total number of illegal migrants flooding through our borders, South and North, is more than the combined total population of 15 American states. You hear what I just said? More people come across the last few years in 15 American states. I mean, this is a really big problem because they're bringing in their religions, they're bringing in their heritage, they're bringing in their communist ideals, they're bringing in their socialistic ideals, and it's crippling the United States of America because we simply can't handle the off the load of this. That's why they are doing this. This is all part of the World Economic Forum, you know, invasion of the entire planet as far as their, their beliefs and what they wanna do. All of these people are being controlled indirectly or directly through the Rothschild banking cartels and the involvement with money and blackmail of the people around the world that are in government positions and leadership, including the judiciary. So always remember that stuff. That's why you've got to look at what's going on from an alternative news standpoint, because the mainstream media has been bought and sold for a long, long time ago by the CIA, by Operation Mockingbird, and it continues to this day. It's crazy that people believe the things that these two people talk about now, Austin, because it's such a fake. What do you think? It is a fake. Everything's theater. Everything. They've realized
0: that they can keep people distracted, whether it be the mainstream media, whether it's social media, whether it's movies. And I'm not saying everything's completely bad out there because sometimes theater's nice. Sometimes you know, going go in and watching something's cool. But at the end of the day, you start looking at certain things where you go, okay, what is the overall agenda with this? What are they trying to push with this agenda? What are they constantly trying to manipulate? And that's why you gotta be so very open and understanding when you start seeing some of the stuff. And that's why I said majority of mainstream media, it's not even worth watching most of the time anymore unless you're trying to understand what they're trying to promote. It's constant theater on a regular basis in order to manipulate you. So thank you again for supporting Health Masters and allowing this show to bring you the truth every day. Do your research. HGH Stimulate on sale for product of the week right now. One of the top favorites we've had for over what? almost 10, 15 years now, I guess 15 years. Guys, you're going to take it ask your wife. A great pre-workout, great intra-workout. This product stacks great with the Muscle Blast. That's my staple, the Muscle Blast with the Magnesium Brain Food and the HGH Stimulate and a shaker, dude, it'll give you a wicked pump and a ton of muscle endurance. So you guys have a fantastic evening. Stay strong, stay safe. If you need anything, healthmasters.com. We'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always.